Ten Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Taylor. This is my co-host, Brooks McCorder. And today, I'm going to blow your minds with our wealth of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, no weapons here. <laughs> um, dude, I have like a lot to talk about. I've been blasting on my story today. I'm down. I gotta go have dinner with my sister, so talk as long as you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> we love kidding. you, Brandy. I love Brandy. I'm just joking. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> okay, um, dude couple of things on my mind um we were we said we were going to talk about the arnold quote so i wrote that one down yeah 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 Yeah, that works but we got a few other ones to jump into first yeah and one of the ones i i was like passionate about today in my story that um, i missed it damn yeah i wrote i did a couple of them but um um nothing bad happened today it was a good day but i was just thinking about this because i was listening to like other business owners and it's just starting to like really Piss me off a little bit. It's starting to frustrate me. I love when you're upset. Yeah. Uh, That's when you're at your most attractive. <laughs> you're so passionate, dude. It's so hot. Um, okay. That's why I love Brad Pitt. He's so passionate. He's such, such a passionate guy. Um, okay. Rewriting the relationship between business owners and clients. Um, and it's okay to say no to some people who are just trying to take advantage. And we re- need to rewrite the narrative so that people um, treat each other better. Yeah. And um, I honestly hate it, dude. Like, there's this narrative, you know walmart whatever back in the day like there people used to be better so it was okay to say the customer's always right the customer's never right or actually they're not just not always right That's, they're just not i've always hated right. that quote forever yeah like the customer is not always right and, and here's the deal if you've worked in retail or the service industry, you know that that's not true. Yeah. Well, you, you could have fancy things like that back in the day, like Walmart, and say the customer's always right because you care about people, and that's basically the, the what you're trying to portray. Right. The problem is that back in the day, you could say that and still have disagreements with clients, and they might tell like a friend or two, and that was that. Right. Now, you have Google reviews. You have the internet. You have social media. It spreads yeah. like wildfire. Better business bureau. Better business bureau. And now – you know, like you can't say the customer's always right, and then because if you disagree with them, then they just like report you or give you a negative comment. And honestly, there are times when the customer is wrong. How many times this year alone have we ran into a customer where we did everything above and beyond? We communicated clearly. Their quote said exactly the things that we were going to do. Downline outlined all the way down to a single branch. So they're like, "Can you take that one out in specific?" And then you go through, you do all that, and then. They're like, hey, actually, I want this. And you're like, mm, well, that wasn't in your contract. Like, there's the picture of the tree. It clearly shows the circle around the specific branch that you wanted out. We took it out. That's what we coded you for. And then they get frustrated and tell you that you're a bad business owner. And it's like ballpark we, eight to ten. Yeah, we probably. Yeah, a lot. A probably lot a lot of people. of people. And I want to rewrite the narrative and not have people be so if you have good detailed history like that, like we do, I'm going to fight those clients. And if they give us a bad review, I will go on Google and I'll respond with a picture of the stuff that we talked about and be like, no, you're not going to push me around or my business because you are an unhappy person. You agreed to this contract for this number. We did it and performed well. We cleaned up very well. We did all the things. You can only argue with them if you know and can look in the mirror and say you did everything you were supposed to and went above and beyond. Yeah, but you also have to be able to show the public like that you were right because there's a hard difference between you doing what you're saying, you know, like going Mm -hmm. in and then having the after pictures. After pictures. Um, (laughs) um, But, you know, if you have that to show on, on a Google like response, be like, look, this is what it was. This is what it did. Like if you can show that you did everything that you said you were going to do, you kind of have some, some lift under you. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's one that we had to learn the hard way. Like we had to learn because clients would be like, Oh, that's not what we talked about. And you're like, yes, it is. And because of those things, we learned the hard way to, to take accurate pictures and very detailed descriptions all the way through, all the way through the whole process. Right. So when they come back and say those things, you can say, no, actually like 
we're willing to help you out. And there are a lot of times, most of the time, if you're a good client, I'll come back and do it and help you out. You know, like I don't love doing that, but like I I value my reputation, but there are people who will have you come back and come back and come back and come back to the point where you have now lost money on this job and you know that you have gone above and beyond. And at that point, they're just taking advantage. And those kinds of greedy people should be put on blast just as much as you're trying to put my company on blast for not bending the knee to your craziness. Right. Well, and I also feel like the company needs to be, the company's finally gotten to that point. Like, like, uh, as far as the customer goes is always right. Thing goes, Sometimes, especially when Trico is new, that's when it was the most important to do the com- customer is always right. You know, make every sacrifice, break your back, do the above and beyond, yeah. even if you don't want to. You have to do that to a certain point, but at a certain point of reputation and like a certain number of five star reviews on Google, one negative review that you respond to telling them they're wrong, that all of a sudden has like a substantial force behind it because. There's no way 150 people are wrong. Yeah, 150 you know people yeah, give you five-star you know I mean? review and one person. Once you have that reputation, you can start put, drawing that line in the sand. I feel like that line in the sand gets deeper and deeper the more reputation you have. Yeah, it's a competitive market out there, man. But honestly, I really believe that like the repu- like the the narrative between business owner and homeowner has changed. And people, honestly, nowadays are not as nice as they used to be. They're more greedy. They, they want more stuff in general. Like as a whole... I even I even posted this on my story today. This, this is the kind of people that we have in uh, in society right now. Today, I literally went to pick up lunch for Erica and I. Went to Aubergine Kitchen, yeah. right? Picked up lunch. I had two lemonades in my hand and a bag of food. Oh, what'd you get? Uh, I got the chicken caprese milk. Oh, so and, good. Yeah, and Erica got the real bowl, no tomatoes. Anyways, don't Anyways, talk about it. Go. So, so <laughs> I'm holding. The, I'm walking to the door, dude, and I open the door. And I have, mind you, two full hands and a bag around my arm. Right. And I hold the door for the people walking up behind me. They weren't walking in. They were. I looked over my shoulder and saw them and held the door open for them. Both of them walked past me. Neither of them said a single thing. They didn't say thank you. Nothing. They didn't acknowledge my existence. And at that point, I was like, yep, see, this is the, this is the culture that we're dealing with. And that's why I'm going to fight back on customers who act like buttholes. Yeah, I feel like we're so far on each side. Like, you and me have always been the same. Just like... I hate to an infuriating amount, just like you do. When you hold the door for someone, you know, they don't say thank you. Yeah. Also, on the other end of that, though, someone could cut you and me off to the point where we almost died. Yeah. But if I get a f- in the in the window, I'm like, I get a wave. Yeah. We're inst- good. Instant lithium pill. Bro. It, yeah. Instant lithium pill. Because I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. If you You're give good. me the wave it after happens. doing something crappy in traffic, at least you're acknowledging that you did it. Yeah. Cool. We're good. Yeah. We're good. I'm fine. The wave is good enough. Just, just yeah. like, but it's when you don't acknowledge, dude, that it just drives me nuts. Yeah, and that kind of culture, dude. we're gonna we are going to change by being excellent amongst average humans. And like that's why Hold people the, accountable, dude. Just hey, hey, <laughs> you're I, welcome. I held the door for you. You're welcome. <laughs> Who is that? Tom Segura? No, it's uh Dan Cummins. Dan Cummins he's like, right. just he's like, just say a very angry you're welcome. welcome. Yeah. Yeah, no, for reals though, it's a real thing. And that's why I think, you know. I, listen, you can only act like that. Like I'm not promoting you bagging on clients, being mean back, um, not being understanding, not being reasonable. Right. What I am promoting is we are going to hold people to a higher standard and that higher standard goes for everybody. Now I will hold them to that standard because I live up to that standard. I know, I know you and I have yeah. done from day one, gone above and beyond always, 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 always. I can look in the mirror with 100% surety and say that I am completely fair and honest with my clients. Yeah. 100%. And we always say thank you and wave when we cut people off. Yep. 100%. (laughs) And so if you can do that, then it's okay. 
then you know you should know where the line is and you can talk back to a client and say nope we're not gonna handle this that yeah. happened recently dude this lady was reaming me out on the phone i'm not gonna talk about that job because i don't want to put her on blast but you also don't want to upset me you don't want to upset you <laughs> or and, ryan and she was like she was like well I just don't think that you're a man of your word. And I was like, hey, let's calm down. That was really offensive. I am a man of my word. And if you look at your contract, we have done everything that was on the contract. There was one free thing that we weren't able to get done because there was metal in it. And it was free. If you would like me to remove it from your quote, I'll remove it from your quote. I'm sorry that we couldn't cut through the metal on your on this stupid bush. But she got very upset about it. But it's it, free. And it was free. And I was like, you cannot call me on my morals or say that I am not a morally straight man because I can't do this one thing that was free. I had no additional charge. That's like, me, like can you it. imagine me like going in like, okay, it's like me going into like a Sev, like a 7-Eleven. Yeah. I don't know if anyone calls them Sevs. Um, maybe it's a California S- thing. Slevs? Um, <laughs> Slevins? <laughs> Slevins, dude. So I'm going to do that from now on. Um, but no, it's like, that's like me freaking out. If I go, and I didn't even want two Gatorades. Yeah. Imagine if I wanted, I wanted one Gatorade. I went to get one Gatorade, and I grabbed my one Gatorade. And it said, buy one, get one free. And then I pull, I was like, well, that's awesome. And then I pulled it out, but there's no more Gatorades. That's like me going to the owner and freaking out. Yeah. The, the, an, I didn't get my free Gatorade. I didn't get my free Gatorade <laughs> that I didn't even want. <laughs> dude, it's ridiculous. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Those clients, dude. And the only way to change that culture is Entitled. by living to such a high standard yourself that you can hold other people to that standard. Yeah. Um, you know, or, or just like or just the stand it or stand yeah. your ground. Stand you know? your ground, yeah. At a certain so, point, a business can stand its ground. An entire business isn't meant Dude. to just ca- – it is meant to cater to clients and provide services, but it you're there to care for clients second. That's what sets, sets you apart as a business, caring for the clients. You, like People could be like, so there's five companies. All of them remove trees, but four of them are huge and like don't really have a care on customer clients. So that means that that one business that cares more about clients, that's that sets them apart. Yeah. But the first thing that any company does is provide services. Yeah. Well, because, dude, you know, the customer, the customer care comes next. That's something we're doing above and beyond customer care providing and, a and employee care, dude. And like, honestly, yeah, but our, our customers don't really like know no, how, no. well, how good but, of a but care there's, we take there's, care of them. There are things like, dude, I like, for instance, today with Ryan, I, I was so heated this morning with that situation. So, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> normally what something? happens is we go out, we sell a job. I take pictures of the job with the homeowner go through the price tag with them, right? And then normally I close the job on site and I'll like get a handshake deal and then I'll be like, hey, I'm gonna go sit in the truck. Oh, but, the job you were talking yeah, to Ryan. I was yeah, like, what situation? Yeah. <clears throat> so oh. I'll, I'll put the quote together. I'm just giving people like a background and then I'll put the quote together in the truck and within five minutes of me giving them that handshake deal, they have the quote in their inbox, Right. okay? And sometimes they don't close on site and that's okay. And sometimes they're like, hey, we're getting multiple quotes. And that's also okay. Also okay. Definitely also, get, also I get okay. multiple quotes when I get also, stuff done. Also totally fine, 100%. Just tell me. Yeah. Here's, here's what I told Ryan. And this sucks. We are suffering. Like, it is a hard financial time right now. I need every dollar I can get. Right. I told Ryan to walk on a client today because we had a handshake deal. She was like, let's go. Put it on the schedule. I'll pay the deposit as soon as I get the estimate. Paid, I went, got in the truck. Yeah, that's set in her, stone to me. Set in stone. Set, sent, her the depo- sent her the estimate within five minutes. And then the following day, we still hadn't gotten her deposit. And I was right. like, hey, I can't schedule you until we get the deposit. And then Ryan messaged me and was like, hey, she said that she's getting more quotes. And I said, you can tell her I don't want to do her work job anymore. I do not want to do her work. I am not willing to work with someone who has a handshake deal with me. And then after I leave, reneges on the deal. Take your money somewhere else. I 
that immediately tells me that you have no integrity as a human or little integrity as a human. And I do not want to work with you because you will be problematic. And I don't trust you. As soon as the trust is broken, fine. Exactly. I mean, it's just about standing, like just, yeah, like you said, being a man of your word, doing what you doing what you say. That's kind of like the big thing, like with you, me, the whole company. Everyone yeah. just, just do do what we say. Um, and it's it's important to do that because no one's going to trust you no one trusts you and on top of that like we said it's okay if you're getting extra quotes it's normal to get multiple quotes that's fine i'm not mad that you were getting more quotes i'm upset with you because you lied to me we had a handshake deal you said you wanted to move forward ask me to put you on the schedule and then when i asked you to pay the deposit you said oh i'm actually getting other quotes okay cool trust is broken now take your business elsewhere exactly i would i mean you and me are the kind of people i feel like i feel like i've done it before but I can't think of an instance right now, but say like someone came to give me a quote on a tree yeah, and they were like, you know, thousand bucks. I'd be like, perfect. Cool. Sounds good. Let's do it. That's yeah. the handshake deal. I haven't paid a deposit. I haven't done anything yeah. like that. If you know, one of those door knocking companies came by and we're like, Hey, we'll do that tree for 600 bucks. I'd be like, damn it. I already told someone that I already I, told someone. I already, told someone. Yeah. I, already or, I already said, or if you're really hurting for cash, which I understand, Call the then original. I would say it that way. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just I'd call the people yeah. that I had originally quoted and hit, say, "Hey, like someone came and gave me like a super great coat. Um, is there any way you can like come down or meet me or like?" I know we ha- acknowledge know the handshake deal. Say, acknowledge I, it. I yeah. acknowledge we and have a I'll handshake deal. I work with deal. you, and it, it, and then or if that deal is is terrible, I'll tell you like, "Hey, those guys probably aren't licensed, and that's why they came in at that price. And you could there's potential for hazard there if you're willing to go with it." You're my guest. Or if not, there's all, there's no bad thing as a business owner for you. Like, yeah, we need every ounce of money, but. Even I have told people, I'm like, I know are in financial straits. I'm not here to push people into sales. I'm here to do stuff that you need. So like if someone, I'm like, you know what? Like people that are on social security and stuff, we get those a lot, right? Like Uh I'll be, I'll be like, look, I can do this for $2,500. But I know, I know, I know that you can get it done cheaper. You're really far from our yard. I I really want you to work with us. I'm still going to send you a bid, but I have this other company that can definitely do it for you a little cheaper. I do it very, every blue moon, but like that, those are the people that's you looking out for the customer. hundred percent. There, there are, there are, have been times too, where like somebody else will call me and be like, Hey, this company, a reputable one, a good one. Yeah. I don't, I don't compete with mom and you know, with a non-licensed, non-insured illegal companies right. i don't even care like if somebody comes to me with that price yeah, go for I it will ignore yeah go with them it. but it they've come to me with other reputable companies and been like hey this company came in at this price can you match it and i'll be like no but they are a reliable company and yeah. you should go with them i'll That's only a great say price it's part of it's it's part of my whole sales bid like just like you know my good old boy sales style yeah. like i'll every single time i'll be like look i'm not trying to steal a job from amen tree care like yeah. I got to drink beers with these boys on the weekends. Yeah. Like that's what I always like, say. That's yeah, my, my little, that's my little spiel. I was like, I got to drink beers on the, with these guys on the weekends. So I'm not here to, but if, but I'm willing to compete. So let me know. Yep. And that's what I always say. That's my, that's my line. If they bring up another tree company that I know is reputable, yeah. it's not my job to sit here and be like, Oh, men's yeah. oh, well, they're, they're not as good as us. Cause that's not true. I'm here to help the client. Like I'm just trying to help you get your tree down safely and also provide good work to my boys, you know? Yeah. And like, if there's somebody else who can do it better for cheaper, you know, Matt, that's on them. And sometimes there are reputable companies, sales guys make mistakes and they just got lucky. Like the homeowner got lucky. The, the yep. sale I knew it was underpriced, but that company will stand by their word and they'll do yeah. it for that price. And in those situations, I'm like, yeah, I do it. Like, I get it. I get it. You can trust those guys. Yeah. You know, cause I've done that. Like I've shot ourselves in the foot and it cost us a bunch of money because the price was low. Yeah. I've but done we still, too. we still followed through and that yeah. homeowner got a very good deal because we're a very good company. And like, we followed through on what we said we were going to do for a way low price. And we're the ones that paid the price. Yeah. We both made some big boo-boos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big ones before. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that, that culture, I'm just so sick of it, dude. And like, here's the thing. 
you know, I don't. I try not to talk a whole lot about politics on the show. I try not to talk a whole lot about. Uh, I don't mind talking know. about the state of the world, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, if we were like launching politics, like Republicans stuff like that, like maybe maybe that would be like a little too much for this kind of show. But yeah. politics every now and again is no yeah, big deal. It's the state fine. of the world. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not anti-politics. I'm just not going to sit here and say, "Hey, I'm voting for Trump," or "Hey, I'm voting for whoever." Like, because I, I, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, one. I'm not here to swing your vote. I'm here. My calling, my goal, is there are people in the world like Andy Frisella and Ian Went and other guys who are keeping people informed on the status of America, okay, politically, and that's great. That's their calling. My calling is to change the culture of my community. Does Andy Frisella do a lot of? Political? He, he, well, he has several different Back shows. Yeah, he does. So he has several different shows within his show. He has like one that's like seventy-five hard versus people, Got and it. he has one that is just Q and AF, which is basically what we do. Right. He has ones where he has guests on it, and then he has ones. It's called uh, DJ and Andy cruising the internet, and they just like, uh, oh, and that that's probably the, the one that where they yeah, 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 yeah gotcha, uh-huh. gotcha. That makes sense. Sorry, I stuff. totally took you off your no, roll. I was just good. curious because I the only one I've seen is the Q and A. Yeah, yeah, but but our my calling is to change our culture and our community, and the way that we do that is by talking about how you can be better as a person. And I'm not saying like, like Andy talks about personal excellence and all that stuff. I'm saying, I want to give like real life examples like this, like talking about, here's how you do this with a customer here. Yeah. Here's how we deal with butthole customers. Like I want to take our actual real life knowledge and give people like real specific examples of how they can actually be better in the community or hold people to a, a better standard or, or how to communicate with your fellow employees, how to communicate with your employees, how to lead better. You know, for instance, for example, one of the big ones we just implemented this week. We'll see how it goes, but I'm I'm pretty determined to make this as big as Trico gets is as big as this this particular thing will go. I think it will be Trico wide forever until I'm dead, or yeah, until I'm dead because I'm never going to sell Trico. But <laughs> I I think that the morning gym. Just so everyone knows, what we did this week. I think we talked about it last week a little bit. I think we did a little bit this week. We out we outlined. What we did was we told everybody from now on, even in our busy season, from 7 a.m. until 8 a.m. or whenever your workday starts for one hour, we're lucky. We rent our yard from a gym. And so I give all of my guys paid memberships there. And from now on, every morning from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., we will go to the gym as a company. And you will work out or sit in the sauna or stretch. There is one hour of the day where you are dedicate. I'm requiring people as a company owner to dedicate one hour to their personal physical wealth. And if you don't want to do that, don't work for this company. Yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been good. I, th- I feel like everyone's really liking it right now. Yeah, I like it. Even the people who don't love sitting at the gym, they like it. I like it for sure. My only concern, as with always, is always the hours in the day. Yeah. Um, and But I but I like it. I prefer it. Um, I know but, the crew, I know the, I know most of the crew looks like it. I mean, it's like, it seems crazy to like pay the guys for like, you know, an hour where, you know, essentially an hour for us in the morning is not our working hour, but it's like a $500 hour, yeah. but it's a sacrifice to make Imagine when guys we are a, a statewide company, how many, how much that hour will cost us. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm, but, thousands. Well, over the course of a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, I mean, you have, over say you had 100 employees each. I wasn't, I was in accounting time. Yeah. I was counting for one morning. <laughs> let's actually, what is the math on that? 100, let's I'm say you had 100 me, employees, <laughs> each of them made, let's average it out. Some will make 50 an hour, some will make 30. Let's say we average it out to just 30 an hour. 100 hours, 30 an hour, what is that? 3,000, $30,000? $3,000? Hold on, I almost got it. 100 times 30. I think that's 3,000. Yeah, it is. It's $3,000 every day 
as a company, what's 3,000 times 5? 15,000. What's 15,000 times 52? 15,000 times 52? Yeah. 780,000. Seven hundred almost a million dollars. Almost a million dollars a year we're going to spend on physical fitness for our employees. Why not? Why not? Why not? That way they don't get broken. Look, I, I know I'm not I'm not I wasn't questioning, I was just no. like opening it up to conversation. No, no, it's good. I look, here's the deal. I like the people gym. think I that like cra- the hour. Yeah, people think it's crazy. You know what? United States military does it, first of all. Second of all, I think the people who like to get paid to go work out are the kinds of people who perform at a high level. And those people are worth more. They will take that hour. They will do a lot with it. They'll be grateful that they have it. And two, it breeds confidence, dude. It breeds 18 players. Yes, it will cost us a million dollars, but how much more will we make or Trico will make when every team is like in shape and studs and happy and grateful and killing it. And they're back back and legs and necks don't hurt all the time. Yeah, and they're stretching and they're getting their bodies in good shape so they're not beat to crap by the time they're 30 honestly you know i honestly think you could even do one day as a mandatory mobility day like like three yeah. days three days of lifting one day mandatory Stretching, recovery and yeah. stretch and yes. mobility yeah we i mean we got the sauna and i'll make this dude I, I honestly like as we build like i'll buy warehouses fill them with gym equipment and get our trucks i think what we have right now is is getting pretty close to being like a good screenshot of what we should do for every single right. new facility that we build right but like i I'm I'm super into it. I think it's great. And honestly, we talk about changing the culture. I put my money where my mouth is. Like we are going to change the culture and this is how we do it. Like it what other I don't know any other companies. I'm sure there are some. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm saying I personally don't know any other companies that pay their employees to work out for an hour every morning. Yeah, I don't either. The only the only thing similar, like I said, that I can even think of is that I know that A plus and Save a Tree has their guys do a little like ten minute 15 minutes of calisthenics yeah. before the day starts, but that's not comparable yeah. because yeah. We, not, we, our guys are working out for an hour or 45 minutes plus 15 minutes to change, get ready and yep. then roll. Yeah. I'm super excited. That's about a lot it. more than yeah. anyone else is giving. I would, I would be safe to assume. Yeah. Dude. And okay. So we've talked about so much already, but we still got a ways to go. We got a couple more things. Bring it. This is a good one. I like this one. Um, let's quickly talk about the Arnold quote. So the quote was, let me look for it in here. I got it. Plan B is to succeed at plan A. That's from Arnold Schwarzenegger. I just listened to that today, and I love it. Classic Arnold quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. But I, I was I was on my walk in the rain, and it was miserable. Same guy who said, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not all gold, you know? <laughs> I mean, it is with working out. That's what he said it for. Yeah, like, if, yeah. you're, if you're not, like... Yeah, if you're not, like, cheating to get that last rep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, context get- is everything. But yeah. Arnold. I, yeah, Arnold. But I, I personally love it. Plan B is to succeed at Plan A because, I mean, people disagree. There, there. Like, I'm sure there's a time and place for Plan Bs, but like, I, I just don't have any. I have one plan, Plan A. And if Plan A, Plan A fails, then take me with it, dude. For reals. I don't know. That's the way I see it. I can't like. I, I look at like Trico. Like, I don't even think there is an option for Plan B. There is no way out. The only way out for me is forward. Yeah. The only way out is to succeed. That's the way I see it. Like, what am I going to do? Like, sell my equipment, like, back down? I, I have no... I, I it's, what you, it's what you would do. It's what I, I guess, maybe, if I had to. But even, dude, I would I would go back down to me doing all the sales and being in the truck before I quit. I would just keep moving forward. Like, that's, yeah. you know, like, whatever repo the trucks that we can't take. Like, I, I, I can't, in my mind, like, I have no, I, I have no, there's nothing else for me to do. This is it. 
So no matter how long it takes, no matter how much effort I have to put in, it will succeed. And if that means I have to take a few steps back before I can go back forward, then that's what I'll do. But I don't think that's going to happen. I have, I just don't. Yeah. Right. I don't know. My, th- my thoughts on it are obviously a little different than yours. One, I'm hyperlogical. Yeah. Um, you know that. Yeah. Um, in the way that I know you very, very well. And yeah. I know that 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 quote sounds great. Like like yeah. succeeding at plan A is plan B is succeeding at plan A. Yeah. I get that. I get it. And I know how good that quote is in the motivational space and yeah. the self-help space. And I understand that people hear that and get real motivated on it. Yeah. I'm just hyper logical and annoying. And I also have a very military mind. I was in a little longer than some yeah. of our friends. I also read spy thrillers nonstop. Yeah. So like I have that I have a very like contingency based mind. Like yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of contingencies. Like like if I've got a plan for this, I've got a contingency and I've got a contingency for the contingency. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? You have that. But I'm not going to talk about my what I think about it. I wanted to talk about kind of like how you would feel about it cuz I know I know I knew you were going to say all that, but I have faith in you to the point that like when I hear that, I hear that if Trico didn't work out, you'd just lay down and die. You, because you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. You would adapt. No, I yeah, think. I, I think. Yeah. I think that Plan B is Plan A. Plan, it, I. I feel like Plan B is adapting when Plan A doesn't go perfectly. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because, like, because, because, like, I mean, how many, how many times have you planned a mission in the well, military? Guess, like, how many times does it go exactly how you think it's going to go? Yeah. Never. Well, ever. Well, you could say that you could say that Plan B is just Plan A um, that's evolutionized into like something better. Yeah, that's like it's an adapt. Plan B is just an adapted yeah. Plan A. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's my thought about it. That's what I thought when you posted it this morning. I like read it and I was like, yeah, but I feel like I, I know your feeling on that, but I know that you would adapt advance and overcome just yeah. like any of us would you have to yeah when you said military when i wrote this down because military background right i i thought i this is a good uh window a good hallway into this i guess um i put that the b in plan b is for backup and there is no backup coming to save you so you have to seed at plan succeed at plan a or die trying and that's kind of like what you're saying, I think. If what I'm saying is that I'm saying I'm saying that that's not true. Sometimes there's QRF. Sometimes there's a quick reaction well, force coming to save your ass. But what I'm saying is, yeah. So like, if plan if if in certain situations though, they're like nobody's coming. Like, right, I know. I get there that. are spec ops guys who go in and they're like, yeah, we're not coming to save you. Thank yeah, you and there's something. businesses but, that will fail, and there's no one that's going to help. Yeah, but I think what you're saying is like the plan B is like okay, plan A didn't work. Like it failed. Like, what we're, now? We're backed into a corner. It's not like necessarily plan B. It's, hey, plan A is just evolving and we need to get out. So instead of taking left hallway, we're taking right hallway. Right, exactly. You know? So it's like still plan A because there's no option. Nobody's coming here. Right. So we have to go forward. We just have to take yeah, a forward. Route. Forward is the way, for yeah, sure. Yeah, forward is the way. Just I feel, route. Yeah, and, and in my mind, like that's all I was saying was I, I see plan A and plan B as ways forward. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see either of them as a step back. Gotcha. That makes sense. I guess you could you I don't, I don't know, though. kind of I mean, roll that way. Yeah. Yeah. We think differently. Uh, way, it's okay. Yeah. I, I, I guess maybe maybe like the more the more potent way to put it for people is that like um there is no plan A, plan B, or plan C. There is just quitting and not quitting. Yeah. You either have to move forward or leave it completely. Or or move forward and adapt or lay down and die. And like I'm never gonna lay down and die. Yeah. Like you said. So maybe it's considered a plan B, but it's really not. It's just plan A evolving. I'm just not quitting. I'm just going a different route like right. we're still going forward just differently than we did yeah. like plan a was working at trico forever for me yeah <laughs> and it still is it still I, is. I just have to adapt right now overcome moment. deal with whatever 
and, and then, then come back when it's ready. Yeah, reroute. And then um, I'll end up back on the track for plan A. Yep. I, yeah, uh, that was all I was at. It was more of an adaptability gotcha. thing. The last thing I love adaptability. Yeah, adaptability is good. The last thing I was going to say is um, um, <laughs> you're being so loud, dude. Shh. <laughs> David, stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much more time we got? Probably like 10 minutes. Seven minutes? Eight minutes? minutes all right here we go all right go last one we're gonna get through okay um i was thinking about this on my walk today and i didn't post it on my story because i couldn't figure out really oh you didn't uh you know, the world was so deprived of my excellence <laughs> now david will uh, never see it. i know now my 12 followers are never gonna see this beautiful piece of content uh no it was i was thinking about okay so leadership right yeah, yeah. um i was thinking about how people always talk about positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement. That's the best way to lead. That's the only way to lead. Positive reinforcement. And honestly, I think it may be. I mean, that's how I lead. That's how I lead. Yeah, same. Positive reinforcement. Same. But I think I, I think I might be wrong. I could be mean sometimes, but no, not normally. I don't think it's necessarily mean, but like I, I positively. I, I'm like I was harsh, harsh in the. Yeah. I was harsh in the military sometimes. I was yeah. real hard. Yeah. I've never been like a really harsh guy that way, but. I believe in positive reinforcement. So when someone is doing something good, you tell them that they're doing something good. When someone um, is being an excellent human, you tell them that they're being an excellent human. But also, I realized today that I do not really respond to positive reinforcement. Like if someone tells me I'm doing a good job, I'm like, thanks. I already knew that because I'm already putting in 100% all the time. What I do respond to is not necessarily negative reinforcement, but challenge, challenge. So when Spencer used to be like you, like you and Matt used to play that game, like Trevor, you can't lift that log; it's too big. And then I would lift it. I respond really well to people. Yeah, not we were saying it. it positively. We were positive you couldn't <laughs> lift that log. <laughs> Positively wrong. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's for real. It's like I, I I don't really respond that well to someone. I mean, like sometimes it's nice to hear like, "Hey, you're doing good work. Hey, yeah, you're you're great." Well, you're, I mean, you do like it to an extent. I mean, there's no reason you would. There, there's no way you would have me, a platform if you didn't want to. You know, you, yeah. whenever someone comments and says, "You know, like I think what you guys are doing is great," like that gives you a little, oh yeah, it makes little, me, little boost. It makes me okay, a little me, hit of vitamin D I, or I whatever. Think, well, okay, then maybe maybe let's rephrase it. Maybe in leadership, positive reinforcement is not the only thing that your people need. It's not the only thing. It's for not sure. the only thing. No. Like you have to think more in depth, right? Because saying thank you, saying you're doing a great job, that's one thing. Sure. But you also have to challenge them. Like Spencer was incredibly good at challenging me and being like, I don't think that we could, I don't think we can make $500,000 this year. And I was right. like, oh, let's yeah, go. You exactly. know, like, or, or, uh, you know, uh, you guys with the logs or when people like laugh at me or think that I can't do the thing, like the podcast, like, oh, you're going to start a podcast. Way to go. You're going to knock off after four episodes. Here we are. Episode 30. Like when I, I called you, gonna do it. like when I called you fat for four years and look at you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just shredded, bro. I did that. You did that. You did this for me, <laughs> that was me, bro. When I was an alcoholic, you were honest with me. Honestly, there's something to be said about being honest with people. And you told me that I was not in shape. So honestly, I'm not even mad about it. I respect it. For sure. I hope, I hope. People are more honest with each other about that. I also, I, mean, I the, also told you not to call your family after drinking a handle of vodka, and you did that. So I did that. You lot. listened here and there. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. You know, what? my family has great stories because of that. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my family's got my dad's got some good stories. Yeah. Of me watching um, Game of Thrones in my room when I was going through my alcoholism. Oh yeah, bad, bad, de- dark days. But I just, I don't know, man. I like, I, I give positive reinforcement to the guys a lot, but. That's good. It makes people feel good, but it's not necessarily the challenges they need to grow. And we have our challenges. You know, we got the Leafman challenge. We got uh, like other things that we're doing. 
but maybe there's something to be said about telling the guys like, Hey man, you climbed that tree pretty well, but you kind of, you, I, I think you could do it faster. Or like, right. I think I, I bet you that you could move quicker or like, I don't know, like just almost like a positive reinforcement with a challenge. To so, so I, so I, I will say, and you know, me and you haven't had this conversation yet. And this is kind of like real deal. Um, but like, and take it how you will. This is coming from a good place. I assure yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But so we set goals, quarterly goals with everyone yeah. last year. Um, and we planned with them. We, we made these goals for them to be better. Um, we said that, you know, you could get a bonus for it. But if you don't come to it, then we're going to have another conversation. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, and I know you talk to people here and there with these guys, but I mean, we haven't reviewed their. We're almost a month into the new quarter, quarter, and, and and you haven't held them to, accountable to be like, hey, were you? I don't did know what some of those. Did, were you sober? Did you gain ten pounds? Yeah. Did you put in this work? It's good. Did yeah. you? You need. I, I think. I think it. that that's the time to hold people to accountable because they're excited when they set those goals. They choose those goals, and if they don't get them you shouldn't the next time be like all right well let's let's try to get them this quarter it's yeah. you failed you failed what did you do wrong own, probably own, a lot own your failure own your failure and let's create a new goal that's more attainable yeah or we're going to do the same or goal the same and goal. i'm going to get involved yeah that's a good i really like that i really i value that a lot that was a good statement and um that's something we should do probably at the monday meeting i'll put it out after we're done with the pod that like everyone needs to bring their last quarter's goals so we can review it as a company and then have their new quarter's goals written down and then we can write them on that whiteboard right there Yep. But I, I, I like that, dude. And I think that, yeah, goal tracking is important, but also challenging them, you know, like, hey, you did good. You could do better. Hey, you did this. This could be different, you know? Like, yeah, I, yeah, I see, I, I I see think, a lot of that. I think, there is, I think there is something to be said about, like I was saying, like I thrive off of people telling me I can't do something or like I thrive off of challenging environments. Maybe there's something to be said about like giving certain guys only thrive off of positive reinforcement. Like there are certain guys in our company who really just need you to tell them they're doing great. And that gives them the motivation to do better and to do better. I feel like I'm both ways for me. me, I'm like, uh, you're a little bit more on the negative side. I'm probably maybe a little bit more on the positive side. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but I definitely need both. Like, like, cause I've had real harsh leaders in my life that I really respect and really did a lot for me. So I can't say that I don't like negative reinforcement because I do. Sergeant Major Baker was a nightmare. Uh, yeah, I love him. I was going to say Corporal North too. Oh, Corporal North. Yeah. That was he smoked I was, every day. And everyone was like, why do you guys like him? Like, and Jeffries too. He's dude. good at his job. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> why do you like him? I don't know. He makes us work out a lot. <laughs> out. He smokes me like every single day, dude. It turns out we were making a ton of mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It forced me to be better. I mean, I'm a guy yeah, who has to learn the He did a good job. Yeah. He so, was a good team leader. I don't know. I think, I think, I think the whole point of that whole conversation is that as a leader, it's your job in your community you know, you don't have to be a CEO or an entrepreneur to be a leader. Like people could look up to you in your church. They could look up to you in your young men's or your like baseball team that you're, you coach for your son or yeah, like, yeah. people could just look up to you. There are leadership positions everywhere. You don't have to be a business owner to be yeah. a leader. But the point of a leader, a good leader is that not only do you positively reinforce, but you also clarify what needs to be, what needs to be fixed and challenge them, challenge them, make them grow, make them be better. Your job as a leader is to make people be better than they are. I yeah, think. I agree. So, I don't know, man. I mean, it's not it's not, it's not about like bad positive, negative reinforcement, but I would say negative. I would say that as opposed to being harsh in leadership and punishment for the sake of punishment, I the only place where I land on the negative spectrum is I will favor corrective punishment over positive reinforcement. Sometimes yeah. corrective punishment is not punishment for the sake of punishment. 
corrective punishment is taking what went wrong and having the punishment be a part of fixing that situation. So, like I told you when you I showed admitted, up five minutes late from now on, you're showing up five minutes early. Four yeah. Late. Yeah. Like I told you about that kid that I smoked in the barracks when I was a, when I got my E5 and I was a new team leader and he didn't shave three days in a row. Mm-hmm. So I took him to the base of the sta- the barracks stairs. And I said, he lived on the fifth floor. Mm-hmm. I said, run up to the fifth floor, put shaving cream on your face, come back and show me. And he sprinted up to the fifth floor, came, ran down, showed me. He had shaving cream on his face, sweat, dying. And I said, okay, good job. That's really good. Um, run upstairs to your room, do one swipe with your razor. You have, <laughs> come back down and show me. You have two minutes. I said, you have it's two minutes. You, you have two minutes. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. anyways, his whole face was shaved at the end of it. Yeah. And he never forgot to shave again. Dude, let me tell you, bro. <laughs> it's brutal, bro. That happened to me. I didn't clean my room. I didn't clean my room. And the worst smoking I ever had in my life, I think we got Jeffries? Jeffries. Yeah, yeah, we should probably wrap he, up. We can talk about our worst me. smoke sessions next time. Yeah, dude, he smoked me within an inch of my life. I was like vomiting. The low crawling? No, no. I had to walk from the um, the CO's office through the courtyard all the way over to the barracks room and up to the barracks and try and get everything out of my room into the hallway. Oh, By yeah. the time he walked there, I had full kit on, up a flights, up three flights <laughs> yeah, of remember, stairs, dude. dude. And then as soon as I didn't get it all out, he made me put it all back in and I had to do that over and over again. Oh, and then I was like sweating and like getting ready to pass out and he was like, hydrate. And so I had to drink water until I was, he was like, I'm not, like, I'm no longer thirsty. And he was like, keep drinking until I was just like vomiting water and like throwing up, dude, like running, trying to get my stuff out of my room. Dude, Withers and Gallus both saw me that day and they were like, dude, I honestly thought that you were going to die. And I was like, I honestly thought I was going to die. I thought you were going to die when you were low crawling around the striker. Oh yeah. That was or not the striker, the. Dude, I got smoked so many dude. times. I've told, I've said this on my story too. I was not a good soldier. People are like, so thankful for your service. And I'm like, yeah, I, I was not that great. At my second job. half, my second half, I was a good soldier. Yeah. And when I got my E5 and I got, I went to all my schools and I'm stuff saying, like that. Yeah. But Fort Hood, I was not good. Yeah. I drank, I drank a bottle of margarita mix the day before a 10 mile <laughs> battalion run. Yeah, we were, we were ba- I'm not saying we didn't do important things. Like what we did in the military was important. I'm saying the things I do now for my fellow community is way more important than the things I did then. Agreed. To me. Personally. Let's wrap up. Yeah. All right. That's all I got for you guys today. You got anything else? Bonjour. Get out of our face.